everyone. Welcome to By Design with Lynn and Danette. We're so glad you're here. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And our hope is that this is a space where you'll find encouragement for your home and for your soul. We have real conversations about God, interior design, and all the things we love. Our hearts are to encourage women to run their race, to keep their eyes on God, and somehow we manage to offer up some design advice for your homes in between. We share from our real life experiences, and from time to time, we talk to some amazing guests. And hey, head over to our website, bydesignpodcast.com, where you'll find links to all our shows and the things we talk about. You can also follow us there on Instagram, Facebook, and now even Pinterest. You can also listen to our show right on our site, and there are links to subscribe via iTunes or your Android devices. Okay, so I know you guys all just loved hearing the first part of Joanna's story. If you have not listened to episode 19 yet, um, the first episode with Joanna Ivy, you need to go back and listen to that first before you carry on listening to the rest of today's episode. Okay, so just make sure you go back episode 19, listen to the first part of Joanna's amazing story. And today we get to listen to second part of this awesome adoption story. So enjoy. I like ran out the door to the nursery and there is a little baby boy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's ours. Like, I'm so, so kind of scared and you know, like what's going on. And so anyway, so we stand there and like all the logistics with the hospital, it was a hot mess. Nothing went as planned. Nobody was doing what they needed to do. They weren't going to give us a room. They didn't want me to hold the baby. I didn't have some security bracelet. It was a nightmare. And then Tim's like, um, so we have to shoot a wedding. So this is like four or five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And he's like, you know, we got to shoot a wedding tomorrow. I was like, I cannot leave the hospital. What are we going to do? Oh, no. So we're like, we're like on the phone at like six o'clock in the morning, like calling everybody we know. Can anybody second shoot for us? We just had a baby. We're in the hospital. Right. Joanna can't leave. And um, so Amy was like, well, I'll stay and take care of him. You know, by then, hopefully we'll have a room for you and I'll stay and take care of him. And I was like, I do not want him in the nursery. And I, I don't want just anybody taking care of him. I mean, right. it's my baby. Oh. You know, you get, you like get. Mama you bears know, here yeah. now. Oh, uh, <sighs> yeah. Hey, girls, you know, like I'm bad like that anyway. But that's so why God, <laughs> that's why you had that sleeping pill the night before. So the, oh, yeah. the claws wouldn't be completely out of Mama Bear. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, um. So anyway, we finally, like, by 10 o'clock in the morning, found someone to second shoot. Tim went home to get clothes and all the equipment, had no had, had no sleep. Oh. And he goes and shoots a wedding with someone I don't think he's ever met as a second shooter. <laughs> Let's not tell the bride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he probably did because everybody was celebrating that we had a baby, oh. you know. So anyway, I got to stay in the hospital. Um, they finally got me a room actually the next day. So I was actually in the birth mother's room all day and I spent the night with her and she asked me to spend the night, to spend wow. the night with her. How many times can I get goosebumps? I and like, know. I'm, seriously, I know. I'm crying over here. Joanna, I know. I'm so I know. glad we didn't know any of this until now that you waited to tell us. Keep going. <laughs> I see the whole thing in my mind. But the- Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's kind of like freaking out. Like even the nurses were very cautious and they understood what was happening. And I had a nurse actually come to me and say, are you okay with this? And I was like, I need to talk to my caseworker because they've asked me to spend the night and they, they, cause they asked the charge nurse and she's like, yeah, if you want her to, like you're, you're in control. You have the bracelet. You're the birth mom. This is Mm. your hospital room. Um, she has no rights right now. And, and, and the birth mother was like, well, she gets all the rights and she will stay here. You know, and I was like, oh my God. And she said that in front of me to the wow. charge nurse. And um, I was like freaking out. Tim wasn't with me. It was, I was all by myself all day. 
So my caseworker comes back and, um, we'd start talking and she's like, she took me out in the hallway and she's like, do you feel comfortable, Joanna? Like this doesn't really happen. <laughs> like the hospital's wow. supposed to have a room for you by now. And this just does not happen. People don't spend the night with each other. And I said, <laughs> you know what? I said, I'm in like, I'm in like whatever yeah. God wants to do, God's yeah. going to do. And I'm going to have opportunity and I'm going to connect with her and I'm going to speak, you know, just blessings over her. And I'm just going to bring Christ into this. And this yeah. is what we've asked for. And this is what we've prayed so long for. I'm not going to be scared. That's like right. all of this could go away tomorrow. That, that father still has not signed those papers. You know? right. And, and then I'm thinking she could get to know me and change her mind. That right. could still happen at this time. And she did sign all the papers they said, so maybe that wouldn't, but somebody could come in and do something crazy because that's what always happens. Yeah. So anyway, I spent the night with her and literally her and me and her mother sat around and, and we talked about our whole lives for the whole night. Like it was like a big summer party. Like there's no other way to describe it other than it was like your new friends come over to spend the night and you know that you need to get to know each other and you want to get to know each other. Does that make sense? Wow. I can't yeah. imagine that though with a like, yeah. that's like a full surrender though. Just knowing that God will be God no matter what. Yeah. And I mean, and it was hard and nobody had had any sleep and I still didn't sleep that whole day. Um, I did sleep that night, you know, two and a half hours here and there and he would get up and feed and I would take care of him and, and she would, you know, stay asleep. And a couple of times she woke up and asked me if I was okay. I was like, yeah, we're good. He's just eating. And she's like, okay, you know? And, um, so that was good. And then the next morning, um, the nurse came and got me and she's like, we have your room ready. And so I said, I said, okay, I'll, I'll be back in a little bit. So then on, um, so that was Sunday. So Sunday and most of Monday, I had my own room and then I would just take Sutton and go back and forth and visit with her. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then I would let her sleep for a couple hours and I'd go back to my room and sleep. And then we had a big party. Oh my gosh. So we were talking that morning and she's like, would you like to meet my little girl? And I was like, love to meet my little girl. And I was like, would you like to meet Zuri? And mm -hmm. Madison was out of the country. So that wasn't really an option. Right. And we had, we had told her that. And so she was like, I would love to meet her. So we literally had a big party. Tim brought us food for everybody. And she had her mom bring her little girl and we had um, Tim bring Zuri and we all hung out for the rest of the day. And just like as a family and we took turns holding Sutton and we what? were like, are you oh, yeah. serious? Oh yeah. I'd be like, anybody else want to turn? Cause I didn't wow. know what to do. And I didn't Only God him. can orchestrate something like this. And Crazy. it was like, and so like her mom would be like, yeah, let me hold him. And so I'd give her to him, you know, like the grandma, the grandma. Yes. 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 Like I know how fierce my mother and my mother-in-law are about my children. Like they're grandmas yeah. and they, you know, they adore their grandchildren, all of them. And I cannot imagine them having like, even though yes, the birth mom signed off, but to have right. the grandmother not influencing or I just can't imagine right, that. No comments. Like she's all in and like taking turns, handing the baby and inviting you in open arms. Like Joanna, that's yeah yeah <laughs> it what y'all it was it was it was crazy like um i don't think it always happens that way and i've kind of been told that <laughs> no. it doesn't happen that way and um 
Um, I think, well, Tim had to leave me and he took Zuri and then it was Monday when we were really sorting through paperwork and like, are we going to get out of here today? And who's taking the baby? We actually had to put Sutton in interim care because Mm. the father hadn't signed the papers and nobody was comfortable with that. And her and her mother were giving me a really hard time with like, we don't want this to happen. We want you, we want you to take him home. And I'm like crying. I'm like, I want to take him home, of course, but I can't. And so she actually had, well, this was Sunday night actually, because we knew the next day they were going to try to release us. So, um, she had her daughter, like the mother looked at her and said to the birth mother and said, you need to text him right now and tell him to get his butt to that office the next morning. It was so funny. So she's texting him. They don't have a relationship. It was kind of like a one night stand situation. And she's like asking him if he would go in and get him signed. He was out of town supposedly. And so, I thought that was really interesting. And then he, then she also like said, Hey, do you want to see what he looks like? And she pulled up his Facebook and we started kind of Facebook stalking him. So I'm the <laughs> only one that kind of got like to see the father and wow. like just his page and stuff. Other mm. than like, you know, mm. Bethany actually met him and he did sign the papers on Tuesday. Um, so that was really interesting. And then Monday before Tim got there, I was back in their room hanging out with them and, um, and we were just hanging out and she, she finally asked me, well, I don't know if the birth mom asked me, but her mother really asked me and she really like wanted an answer. She's like, I want to know why did you choose adoption? Mm. And dude, you know what happened? Oh my, I was really scared because later when I told Tim the story, he's like, what did you say? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> the power, the power of the Holy Spirit came and I was crying and I said so much. I think I started preaching. And I'm he was a like, girl. Oh, it was so funny. And I was just like, I really have no idea. I think I could have just ruined our chances. What if they take him away from us? Like, st- I was like panic mode. It was so funny, but I knew in the moment, like right. I needed to deliver what God has asked me to do. And I said, this is a picture you know, of him. And this is a picture of us coming into his kingdom and God has adopted us all. And we are all sisters and brothers in Christ. And I want you to know that this is exactly my intention of adoption. I said, I can have biological children and I, um, I chose not to. And I'm saying that I want to display the glory of God in this situation and that you're this and that Sutton, you know, my son and, Mm. and, and the, and I said, Justice's son, he will always know her. Yeah. We hope that we can have a great relationship. We will always talk about you and your family. Like this boy is something special and God's going to use him. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I am going to raise this boy to know mm-hmm. him with his whole entire heart and to serve him with everything that he is. And they're just crying wow. and oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I said, I said so much, you know, you don't remember everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so really Tim came in after that and I had kind of whispered what had happened and then he was just like, okay. And then it was kind of like, he took his turn he's like, Hey, you know, before we, we knew we were saying our goodbyes, we knew that they were going to dismiss all of us and that we had to, you know, leave the hospital. And so he, you know, was holding Sutton and went over to her bed and he's like, you know, he just started in on some, the same kind of thing, you know, in his own words. And so everybody's crying. He's like, I want to take a time to pray. And so, um, he, she had her little girl. We had Zuri with us, and we gathered around the bed, and we all held hands, and we prayed that day. And oh that's kind of how we said Yeah. Yeah. I am, Literally. This is the most beautiful picture of the gospel. So, like, I... Yeah. It was, it was amazing, and it was so hard to say goodbye to her. And do y'all know I ached for the whole week that we left, oh. like, wanting to see her or check in on her? It was very difficult. Yeah, and we hurting. got to see her... 
we got to see her a couple days later at this official signing is what they call it. And she got to be there and she, um, and so I got to hug her again and, you know, all that good stuff. But like even her mom, I like, I miss her mom. Like I think about them all the time. Like it's can, crazy. Can I ask, did you at any point feel though, like she was going to say, I want my baby. I want, I want to try to make this work. My mom's going to help me. I want to make this work. I did have those moments. I didn't, you know, honestly, it was like, I felt moments of fear. Like yeah. I remember thinking, okay, this is just fear and this is the enemy right. and I'm tired and I'm not going to dwell on this thought, Amen. but right. I did, I had to fight. I had to totally surrender. I had to be in this place. And it was like a weird place that I don't know that you can put yourself unless you know, it, it's just that surrender. Like I just, I literally laid down and just said, God, whatever you have to take care mm-hmm. of me. Because like when I handed her the, you know, Sutton, I was like, here, you know, she's, and she asked a couple times to hold him. It wasn't like I was always prompting. Does that make yeah. sense? And in those moments I would look at her and I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, maybe she should keep him. Maybe I shouldn't take him. I was a single mother mm-hmm. for 10 years. I know how hard it is. And I know that you have to fight and it's so hard, but I know that you can do it. And I thought in my head, should I tell her, should I start preaching to her that she can do this? Right. And And she's already, oh, that would be, and she's already doing it. She's already a single mom. See, she has a little girl and just turned one. And so she knew that I was a single mom. We talked about it in our meeting. So that whole story, that's why, you know, there's so Mm -hmm. much to cover in that first meeting when we met her that Friday before she went into labor, that kind of came out that I was a single mom. So she kind of knew a little bit of my story. Um, But in that moment, a couple of times, no, I did have that feel of like, what is God wanting me to do? What what am I supposed to say? How am I supposed to like encourage her? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like babies are like... Um, magnets, right? So you're holding this brand new baby that you want and love. And so you don't want to be like, he is the most beautiful baby in the whole, because he is in that moment, you're like gushing, right? But the more you gush, she's going to see that. And then you probably just also like, in the spirit, like, Lord, am I supposed to be helping her keep this baby? Am I keeping it? Like, because you were so open and you guys had like a love and a respect for each other in that moment. Like, wow. Honestly, Joanna, that's what you do. Right. Yeah. Like when, like with, with even with working, like you are um, encouraging and restoring and helping other people in your work, yeah. even, which we're going to get to yeah. what you're doing. But like that's kind of how you, God's put you together that way. And yeah, you're right. <laughs> kind of that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. There was, there was so much, you know, and even the day we left, we're like, I, can I just take her, her daughter, and Sutton, and they all live it at my house? Yeah. And the and the mother. Like, right. I, Grandma, like, come too. <laughs> come on. Like, seriously, y'all. Aww. It was just beautiful. And and so, you know, that's really it. So basically, you know, we've been home uh he's three months and one week. We have um sent our first letters. We have an open adoption. With that open adoption, we have an agreement with the birth mother of what kind of contact that we will have. And the contact, you know, for the first few years is sending letters, sending pictures. I I printed 30 the first time, and Tim was like, Why did you print so many? And like, she needs to see them all. And so then, you know, the second month we do the same. Um, We've had our first checkup from Bethany where they come into your home and they ask you a lot of questions and they check on your progress. They check on how you're bonding. They check on your marriage. They check on your emotions. And so we just had that meeting two weeks ago. And, um, and in that meeting is also the next step. So basically the first year, we will meet justice if she wants to quarterly at the office. Does that make sense? 
So basically they will call her and say, it's your first visitation um, at the office. You know, when would you like to do that with the IVs? So we are right now literally waiting to hear if she wants that meeting and when that will be. Wow. I'm, I'm like on the edge of my seat to know what happens next. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I think this is such a beautiful picture, Joanna, of, you know, we all have this idea and expectation and this vision of what we think our life is going to look like. Um, you know, everything we have a dream in our mind, but sometimes we have to surrender what we think our life is going to look like. And for you, it was, what was the sex of your baby going to be? But in saying yes and saying yes to that, um, look at where you've landed, the blessings on the other side, like you could have held tightly, but you opened up your heart to whatever God had on the table for you. And that's so beautiful. I think yeah. so many of us can relate to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. I know how hard that yeah. is, you know, putting yeah. your story out there too and yeah. letting yeah. yourself be known. And, and as far so yeah. can you tell me, can you just, just because I just think this is the most beautiful part. Can you tell us yeah. Sutton's full name? Yes. So, um, and that's a whole nother story of how we named him. So beautiful. So basically like, um, we didn't have a boy name picked out. And so we're stressing about that. And, um, Sutton is the, my mother's maiden name. So it's my grandparents name. And there's a whole clan of Suttons from West Virginia. And the name is actually English and it means like from the South farm, which is really kind of weird, but, um, I've always loved that name. And Tim said he remembers a long, long time ago, maybe when when I was pregnant with Zuri before we found out that I had mentioned, I love the name Sutton. I wonder if I could use that for a girl or a boy. And I, we thought we were having a girl and, and I remember dialoguing a little bit, but I had kind of forgotten that. So it was so funny because like for the first day, he did not have a name. Y'all he did not have a name. Tim was gone. We had no name. And we're like, oh my gosh. So, so Tim comes back right before he goes to the wedding. So it's been, I don't know, probably not a whole day. And so we're in the hallway and, um, I said, she keeps asking me if we're going to name him. I'm like, honey, what are we going to name him? And we haven't had a chance to talk. So it wasn't like we weren't, you know, like working on it. He went home to get clothes and to take care of some things. And then he's coming back. You know, it was just like, we, we had to have some time with each other, you know, mm-hmm. it's an important thing. Right. And so he's like, you know, in the hospital, he's like, I got to go. John. I was like, honey, we need a name. Like this, right. they keep asking me, I feel this pressure. And he's like, so he's on his phone. I'm on my phone. And I said, honey, I just really like Sutton. And he's like, I know, but I don't. And we don't have a middle name and nothing sounds right. I was like, you're right. I said, I don't want to name him something that you do not love. And so we're like dialoguing. It seems kind of like on my point of view, I could say we were kind of like in a tiff with each other. It didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> he was kind of hurting my feelings. Oh. I don't think he would probably feel that way. Cause he was just feeling like I got to get to this wedding. You and know honestly, I mean? you're feeling the pressure and you've had no sleep. That's, so. that's what I was yeah, thinking. All uh-huh. of the above. Yes. Yes. All the above. And so we're walking down the hallway and he's just like, he's on his phone. I'm thinking, what is he doing? And I'm just like in my head, like calling out all these names and then everything. I was just like, so I just said, I'm going to try everything with Sutton, Sutton this, Sutton that, Sutton this. Nothing sounded right. And he stopped and he's like still on his phone. And I'm almost like, why are you on your phone? But I'm not asking. (laughs) I'm trying to talk to you. (laughs) Right. Well, he's a big researcher. So I've kind of learned in our marriage that he's doing something that he should be doing probably helping me out, you know? And he's like, oh, I got it. Look. And he was researching, of course, because he's like amazing. And he said, what about Sutton justice? It's (gasps) biblical. Look what it means. They have like, um, 
a boy, a boy spelling. So it's not the girl spelling like his, you know, like his, yeah. his mom. And I was like, I just started falling. Oh. I mean, I've cried. I haven't cried since all of this, just so <laughs> y'all know. I don't cry that much, but when it happens, like there's a lot of crying that happened and I couldn't even talk. He's like, what do you think? We're getting ready to walk in here. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> and, and, and I felt like the Lord just like, just wrap his arms around us and was just yeah. like, this is it. This yeah. is it. And this is in honor of her. Yeah. And we literally like busted in the door, so excited. We walked in and we picked up Sutton from his little thing he was in. And they looked at us and Tim goes, We've got a name. And they were like, Oh yay! And they're kind of cheering, you know, her and her mom. And, and he stands there and he looks at me and I said, Do you think we should ask permission? And he's like, Nope. And he starts <laughs> dialoguing. He goes, Okay, well, we want you to know, Justice, that this, you know, is your son first and foremost, that you are entrusting us. And he goes into this huge speech about, you know, oh, all of this. And he said, it, it, we want to name him after you. And, oh. um, he, and, and she's just looking and she just starts crying. And he, so we say the first name, we're like Sutton justice. And we're not supposed to say our last name, but of course I like yell my last name. <laughs> and, he, and, and like my caseworker and Tim looked at me like, I can't believe you just did that. You broke all confidentiality <laughs> right here in this moment. And I'm like, so excited. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I can't yeah, but it's spelled weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. And so anyway, like they just started crying and, and Tim's like, you know, told them what Sutton was. And I was like, that's, you know, that's my heritage. Like mm-hmm. it's my, my grandparents were like the cornerstone of our family. They are foundation to who I am in my life. And they love that. And they actually said, um, her mom said, I, we know a Sutton. I think she, and it was a girl. And she runs track or something at this school that Justice went to. Anyway, I thought that was cool because, like, a lot of people have never heard of that name as right. a first name. You right, know? right, right. And so um, it was so beautiful. They loved it. They didn't, like, have to fake it. They really fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, that's the most beautiful thing. And thank you. You know, she said thank you. And I was like, well, it fits perfect. And so we we call them a lot of times. We call them Sutton Justice because just of who she is. And, like, that's her name. And It's part of know. him, right? I love yeah. that. Yeah. And even in that moment, you don't know what people are going to say. Like, especially people are touchy about baby names. So like that they have a genuine love, like you can say the name of your kid and they're just like, Oh, (laughs) but they loved it. Like what a blessing again. This is so good. It was so true. I was so worried. And then like Tim, I think read like biblically, you know, what it, what it meant, which I need to look it up again. Cause I always forget. Cause it's actually kind of lengthy you know, like the name. I remember it coming up in our conversations with boy names. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. It's a strong name. Yep. Yeah. So that's all that. Oh my God. I feel (laughs) like, I feel like we need to sing a song of praise. (laughs) We need a praise break. We need a praise break. That is just so beautiful. Yeah. I love it. And so sweet little, how are things at home now? Zuri, everyone's just clearly absorbed with this adorableness. Absolutely. And, you know, like, uh, you know, I just want to say like, you know, in times of life where you're on the mountain and in the valley, you know, it's like I am on the mountain and I am fully engrossed in all of what God did. And I am celebrating daily. It has gotten me through the the nights of the lack of sleep. It's gotten me through, you know, the stress of not being able to do my work efficiently and, um, and I'm enjoying that. And we are on the mountaintop. And I'm not saying we're always going to be here, but I'm, I'm enjoying taking this it while opportunity. You're there. 
And I'm saying, you know what? We're all rejoicing and yeah. we are, and, 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 and just basking in what God did. It's not about like, oh, now we have a new baby. I mean, that's a lot of hard work and we have not had a baby in eight years. So we are starting over, but I am rejoicing in just what God did in my heart. Um, the growth that I feel like I've walked in where I've really surrendered some fear to him and things that I never thought I could just lay down so easily because I'm, I'm a pretty controlled woman. And, um, I love that he has lavished his love on me mm-hmm. and he is speaking that to like my family mm-hmm. and like the grandparents and my mom and my daughters. And like, we have this little boy that mm-hmm. is not anything like us and he doesn't look like us. And he is a display of the love of Christ Amen. bigger than anything I've ever seen. And every day intangibly, I feel and see the love of God in my home and in, and just it, like in him, like it's so powerful y'all. Like, I just, like when I'm holding him, like yesterday, I just started speaking crazy. I was just like, I don't even remember what I said, but I was just like, Jesus is going to live in your heart and you're going to do amazing things. I'm going to call you a strong man of God. And I'm just Mm. like saying this and he's like laughing at me. And I just started like, I feel like prophesying over him. And I was just like, where did this come from? And like, (laughs) I just like all this crazy sense of like, what is God doing with this child in my home? And like the love that I have felt for him, y'all. I was, I I think anybody that is going to walk into adoption, you always start second guessing. Am I going to feel that love? Am I going to bond? What does that look like? You do a lot of counseling. You do a lot of class time learning how to bond with a child, learning all the things that you're going to have to go through. And every stage has a different uh, something that you'll struggle with and something, you know, that you have to work through. And so we're at this very, you know, new stage. It's probably maybe one of the easiest is bonding because, you know, when they get older and the adolescents start, there's a lot of other things that you have to deal with emotionally. But, you know, right now I'm just saying, God, you have done the biggest, most beautiful. How could I not trust you with anything in my life? Like, mm-hmm. I just want to scream from the rooftops of just like his faithfulness. And, and when it doesn't feel like it and he, just like every, he's just so faithful. Like he, I I just can't, I can't get over it. I wish I could like actually use more words to describe the way Mm, I feel, but it's just faithfulness. It's just the core of who he is and his love. I don't deserve it. I have Mm. not done everything right. I am a sinner by day and I still, he still answered a prayer for me. He still said, Joanna, I want to give you the desires of your heart. He Mm. still did so many things that I don't deserve. I don't deserve a beautiful boy that's healthy. That's not got all these other problems that we could have got. I don't deserve this beautiful story where I connected with this woman who has no relationship with Christ and doesn't understand the fullness of the gospel. And I got to deliver that Mm -hmm. through, you know, and just to glorify his name, like he did all of this. And I am just in that time. And so for three months, I have literally just enjoyed myself. (laughs) That's beautiful, girl. And, you know, even like, like hearing you tell this story and like Lynn and I from just talking with you and um, over the last, you know, few months or however long we've known you what is it like almost a year yeah like I remember when you were struggling through not being picked and like, you know, like people, you know, when you're giving up a baby for adoption, probably picking is really hard. So like, you know, if the page turns this way and their foot landed on the page, well, then they pick that mom and you were never getting picked and you were just waiting and wondering, but yet God knew your desire Mm -hmm. of your heart in that. And he is so, he specifically loves and cares for each of us so much. And so I, you had said later when you were talking to us, telling your story here that God handpicked her 
for you, this mom in this situation. And, um, you got to be like truly picked by someone like they, you know, that's how you got to have this boy. Cause she so strongly wanted you the mom. And when does that happen? And then only God does that. Yeah. It's crazy. But like, that's, Mm -hmm. you got so like, God gave you that desire, you know, in that whole thing of a mom really singling you out for whatever reason. And God was in it. It's just mind-blowing girl wow it really is it's just so cool like out of all of it and then you were able to share the gospel with this mom and that is honestly doing it like that's who you are and i just love that how god's just so complete in that yeah on the hindsight on the other end of it you know looking back just at like you said at his faithfulness it's just Mm -hmm. amazing so if you our listeners if you guys want to yeah. see this absolutely gorgeous little baby boy that we're talking about, um, make sure you <laughs> check out Ivy Expressions on Instagram because yeah. she's she's awesome and you'll just love her pictures. So um, can we just talk quickly about Project Free to Fly? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go there next because where I'm heading. So Yes. Okay. So <laughs> not only are you going to see gorgeous pictures of her baby on her Instagram feed, you also will see the absolutely stunning Oh my golly. Can I just like, I want all of the pieces, Joanna. You make the most Aww, beautiful things. God is so, so gifted you. Yeah. So thank make you. sure, um, this is just a great opportunity. If you're looking for gifts or to tell your husband or whoever it is, your parents, whatever, some, uh, gift ideas for this upcoming, like Thanksgiving, Christmas season, you definitely want to check out Project Free to Fly. Can you, Joanna, just tell us a little bit about yep. that. Yep. So uh, Project Free to Fly is a nonprofit here in Cleveland, Tennessee, and we employ local women who are transitioning out of um, difficult situations. So basically, we help them to rise above their current situation, their current circumstance that's basically dictating um, their life right now. And a lot of these women want to learn new patterns, new ways of thinking. They need so much encouragement. There's so much brokenness and really to rise above just where they are. And most of them come from um, either like uh, being homeless, definitely jobless. Um, Some have lost their children um, from drug addiction. So they've been removed out of their home and they're actually in the process of trying to uh, get custody um, back to them. And so all of these situations is um, what we deal with. And so we teach them how to sew. Um, I teach them how to sew and it's a lot of hard work and I think they just love it. Like the, the women that are working with us, they just, um, I think it's hard. I think sewing is so challenging. I think that's why there's not a lot of handmade like items that are like purses because they're really hard. Does that make sense? Like, um, it's not easy to make a bag. It's not easy. I can barely, I can barely, um, surge. Like I can barely sew a straight line and like just surge the edge. Like that's, that's, yeah. as, uh, yeah, I make rice it's bags. It's hard. It's <laughs> so hard. I don't, you know, when they first asked me to come along, I was like, I don't know. I've, can people learn how to sew to this capability? Maybe right. I should do, you know, lesser of an item, like a, a product, a different kind of product. And I'm still trying to find like smaller, easier items to start with. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, because some of my things are just, it, they're not. I don't follow a pattern and I wouldn't say I do it the easy way. You know what I mean? I taught myself. Um, I've taught myself how to do it all. And so trying to teach women like 
a bag that's very difficult. It's very been, it's been challenging for everyone, but you know, what's so cool is like just being challenged at a skill. It all overflows into what they're going through in their life. It's amazing. I laugh every day I'm in there about like somebody else say, I don't like to do this or, or, or I'm not, I've not been good at this or I can't do math or I don't know how to use this measurement. And I'm like, okay, well, this is where we learn. This is where we grow. And this is how we change. And if you want to change the course of your life, if you want to change the circumstances that you're in, if you want to change your poverty mentality, this is where you're going to start. <laughs> and it's kind of like, oh yeah. And I have to push them and they're growing and they want to grow and they want to change and they want people to believe, but they also want to succeed in something that's very difficult. So they've come to the right place because sewing is difficult and it takes a lot of patience and perseverance to even thread a machine. You know what yeah, I mean? And- what you guys are making is amazing. So yeah. you, th- these women are making this product. They must really feel a sense of pride, you know, like, I, I, heck, yes. that's crazy. Yeah. It's just I stunning stuff. Yeah. And I love when they succeed. Like I love when I'm right now, I I'm in the midst of so much training, like literally everybody that's in. So we have five right now, which is the most we've ever had this past year. And so I am moving everybody up. So they start on a one item and they gradually move up and everybody's ready to move up all at the same time. Wow. Does that mean? And it's been crazy because I'm literally teaching product to different to each of them differently. And then I have two that are working together on one product, but everybody's ready to move up because it's like they've succeeded. And so I'm like, look how well you've done here. It's time to learn something new. And they kind of look at me and they get nervous. And it's like, it's a lot of hard work because it's like, that's where all the emotion comes out is in the training period of like learning something new. And so that's where I see a lot of like, um, just, encouragement. Like I see them thinking and calculating, oh my gosh, like I really did do this. And I have to remind them, look, you thought you couldn't do this product, but now right here you, you did it. And now you're adding to your product list, you know? So now you're making three products all by yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's incredible. And so it's beautiful. I love it. I mean, it's hard work. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there are days where you're just like, God, what are you doing? How does this all work? Because in a nonprofit, guess what? You always need more help. Right. There's how, never... how are you finding these girls or how do these girls find you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So basically like, um, Haley is the founder and she's just, she's very connected in Cleveland and there's a lot of nonprofits that are helping, uh, people. And so she basically went around and she leaves applications at their offices and we get referrals from about three organizations that help people from homelessness to, um, losing a child through drug addiction, whether they were in jail or whatever, um, and so that's how we get them. They, they get referred to us by these organizations. That's so cool. I love how it's mm-hmm. like kind of a beautiful picture of restoration for them too. Like when you take a look, of, yep. you take a look of like a piece of leather or fabric, that's just mm-hmm. a piece of leather or fabric. And then you make it into something beautiful and functioning and essential. And yep. like for them too, to see that in their own, that parallel thread. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I said thread, we, parallel thread. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that for a name of something. Um, and then, you know, along with them sewing, they, they learn this skill, but that's not like the main purpose of the nonprofit. It, right. it does have a business side, but the, it has a program side. And the program side is we get help for each of these women. And it all mm-hmm. looks different. And a lot of times, whatever referral um, from 
whatever organization has referred them, they might be still working with them on some of these goals. Um, we make goals with them. They meet with someone, um, a weekly. And so we set them on a path to succeed in these different goals that they know they need. Does that make sense? And so, yeah, we get counseling for them. Um, we're just really trying to connect with a lot of different other organizations and team up to get help. I mean, we, you know, we team up with like the other organizations, you know, for food and for clothing and donations and, you know, all of that stuff. So, so are they, are they living like in, are you guys taking them in? No, Do they just come no, to no, work no, no, no. for you? No. Um, some have been in, so there's three women that were actually in a homeless nonprofit. And so they live, um, place to place in this organization. They basically team up with churches. And so they live in the churches and they have to graduate from that program. And so they are setting goals for them to succeed, to get them their own place. So they help them find their own place. So a lot of the women have transitioned out of homelessness while working for us. So they have their own apartment, they're paying their bills. We're helping them, you know, budget. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you really cover a lot with these, with these. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So, okay. If, if we have listeners that are going to go buy all the amazing products, um, what yeah. would be the cutoff date to make sure they have it for Christmas? Um, it's usually around November 20th. We haven't set that date in motion yet. We usually will make an announcement or put it on Instagram. So it really just depends on our sales. We just have to kind of keep tabs. But November is always that month where it's like, okay, we're watching really carefully because right. we're going to have to cut you off. But yeah. It's handmade. And there's no women in the program that can fully make every product. Right. So I have certain women that make certain product and there's still a few products that I'm only making with assistance from them. Does that wow. make sense? And so just with that, you know, like I just want to say, you know, we work so hard to get them out in a timely manner. We're working so hard to get things right. I mean, you wouldn't believe the mess ups we have. And we usually we do not send those mess ups and we have to start <laughs> all the way over. Oh, and so, you, you know, send the mess ups to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that we have a storefront, we actually call it the oops basket. And so we have this basket where we mark down according, according to the mess up. So, and I am in charge of that. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that, you know, people can get something, you know, a little bit, um, cheaper, but it's because it has some kind of flaw that I can't pass it, you know, inspection. And so anyway, we work so hard. And so with that, you know, with these women training and stuff, like we can't, we're not mass producing. We can't make that happen. And I think some people think that's what we are. We're, We're not. Like we're not, um, we have a a pretty good time, um, allowance to get the product done, but we need all that time. And, um, and that's the nature of handmade. And even though we do have five women in our program and and I have an assistant and another helper, um, you know, it still takes all that time to really do something, um, to make it, to make it good, to make it, you know, beautiful and to make it right. And so I'm really teaching them that I don't want to push them. I don't want to rush them. Uh, We do have to work efficiently and we're learning how to work efficiently. And a lot of the things that we um, teach them and that kind of come out with learning how to sew and working in a timely manner, it's just all things that are going to overflow into their life. It's going to overflow into the job they get. You know, right now we have one girl who's applying to go to school and we are so proud that she's making that choice because a lot of them necessarily don't make that choice to go back and get educated. And, um, it's just a beautiful because all these things are just like, it's learning discipline, you know, it's learning skills. (laughs) 
It's learning skills. It's learning who you are. It's learning what you can handle. It's learning your weaknesses. It's learning your emotions. It's learning what you get frustrated with. It's learning how to channel your frustration. I mean, there's so many things, y'all, that happen on a day-to-day basis. (laughs) And it's a whole bunch of women. So you can just imagine, like, how crazy you can get sometimes. (laughs) And so many of us have those same broken parts of our life. But we you know, we might be in a place of more opportunity and, you know, mm-hmm. but yep. man, I feel like I could come and sew alongside you and be blessed. <laughs> like, Seriously. Yes. And I would fill your basket. Um, yes. so. right. That would be come what we would. Down, girl. Yeah. We need some shoppers. Yeah. No, but, um, you guys, uh, you can come, you can visit the website. We do all custom orders. Mm-hmm. Now we have the store. We're putting a few items out there. We have a girl that's kind of in charge of just sewing um, a few items for that store. It's not overstocked by any means. It's just enough to say, Hey, this is what we make, which is really nice. Um, but also our website is our biggest, um, way to find out and to look at the details and to see the pictures. We have uh, a lot of fabric choices right now and you know, that are gorgeous. Can I say so? Yeah. um, We'll have all all of of them. I'm like obsessed. I want one of everything. And like the girls make so much fun of me because they're like, Joanna, what are you going to make yourself? And I'm like, I don't know yet. I'm trying (laughs) to decide, but (laughs) a different sleeve and where is your storefront joanna just so people have a yeah where is this located so it's it's in cleveland tennessee and it's downtown um we have a very small downtown um but it's kind of cute and you know like there's a cute few little shops and like a Mm. nice restaurant that has been there for a long time so we're literally on the corner by this restaurant that a lot of people actually will go eat at it's a sandwich shop it's been there for like 50 years i think it's like Yeah, it's really cute and quaint. And so we have a really nice location and, um, it's been fun to have the store and that's, I'm not in charge of that part. So I don't really do anything with that because I just have my hands full of here. I was going to say, girl, you got a few plates been in there. Yeah. So, and I, and, and it's just been good. And basically, you know, the whole point of having a storefront is just to get our product out there even more. We have a few other handmade artisans in there and, you know, all the money, Every single penny goes back into the women and to the cost. Um, We fundraise for anything additional. We fundraise. And so we're getting ready to do the biggest fundraiser of the year. And it's massive and it's crazy and it's a lot of work. And we have a lot of people that help us with that and a lot of volunteers. But I love that the women get to see that we are not making a ton of money. We right. are making what we have to be able to pay them the hours. And it's part-time work. It's not, we're not an employer. We're not, um, mm-hmm. we're not paying anybody full-time work and we're not employing anybody long-term. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think that's beautiful for them to see that. I think it's beautiful that they see how hard we work to be able to even do this and like that we do um, ask people to donate and we do have a fundraiser where we're being creative to find ways to generate more money to like all the things that we need, all the extras that people just don't realize what it takes, you know, to, um, do something like this. And so it's, it's awesome. And we're so encouraged. And next month is our big fundraiser. So I think you girls should hop in your car and come down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> And I would like you much. to be here. I won't make you work. I'll let you enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> no, put us to work. We'll volunteer. Uh, yeah. That'd be so fun, Joanna. I think we really are coming. Just <laughs> FYI. Uh, well, I think you really should because I would Look tell out, you, Sutton. Auntie Lindsay's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold Sutton all day while okay. I work. How about that? <laughs> Deal. 
deal. So I love it. And hey, I love y'all so much. Yeah, You're thank so you. Sweet. It's been so great talking with you. Oh, oh we just loved it. I cannot wait for our listeners to um, follow you guys and see what you're doing. Yes. And it's awesome. So thank you. We will have all of the links and her website, everything on our show notes of um, bydesignpodcast.com. So yeah. make sure you guys check and that can out. And can we can we share some pictures of Sutton and maybe your bags and oh, your shop yeah. too? We'll have that in our post. Like we, we're going to have Sutton all over the place because he is... Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Eye candy. Heart, yeah, heart melting. <laughs> that old smile. All the smiling he's been doing. Oh, mercy. I know. It's so Joanna, cute. you're just a darling. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm so we're you so blessed. Too. We're blessed by you. So enjoy your day. Thank you for talking to us. We just loved every second of it. Well, I love y'all and I love what you're doing. And I love that y'all jumped out there and did a podcast because I think it's wonderful. And I'm playing catch up right now and I just listened to one last night and I was like, Oh, oh I gotta listen to all of these. I'm oh, behind. Well, bless you. You're you're so thank awesome. you. You've been our cheerleader, so we appreciate you I know, so much. I love just, it. I'm so you, excited that y'all just keep doing it. And you know, the whole point, the mm-hmm. whole point is that people hear each other's story, it connects us, it builds our faith. It mm-hmm. it connects more than anything, sharing each other's story. You know what I mean? It like does. that's why I love it. And that's why I love podcasts. That's why I love that people are willing to like interview people. It's not to, you know, to draw attention. It is mm-hmm. to connect our hearts right. and our faith that God is so big and He's gonna work in all of our lives, you know? Oh, I love it, girl. Love You're it. just contagious. Well, you are awesome and we will talk to you again. Yes, I love y'all so much. All right. We'll see you soon. Let me know if you need anything. Yeah, we'll see you soon. (laughs) Start making the bed. (laughs) Like, seriously, I'll be boxing you about that. Yeah. Okay, girl. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Love you, darling. Y'all have a good day. You You too. too. Bye-bye. Oh, so isn't that just an amazing story of God's goodness and provision and how faithful he can be trusted? So I just hope that this story has encouraged you today and just make sure that you um, go check out Joanna, she is at Ivy Expressions on Instagram. We will have all the links of the things she talked about and check out Project Free to Fly. And girls, you are going to want to get like all of her bags. They're amazing. And her earrings are just to die for. So anywho, thank you, friends.